Welcome to The Heal Podcast with your host, Sam Calwart. As a breathwork teacher and mentor, I'm here to empower your healing journey at all levels, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Discover your own inner healer with my weekly teachings and resources to inspire your own journey. So let's begin by grounding our energy, breathing in through the nose, letting it go. One more big breath in and sigh it out. Hello and welcome back to The Heal Podcast. I hope that you are enjoying your 2023 and that you are still working towards those goals, those intentions, the desires in your heart, that you are working consistently towards creating those action steps each and every day to really embody who you want to become this year. And I believe that tuning back into your authenticity, and we do this through stillness, we do this through meditation, we do this through breath work, we do this through identifying our limiting beliefs, we do this through honoring our voice, right? There's several ways to tap back into your authenticity, but if you can live from that place each and every day, you are going to be so much happier, you are going to be in alignment with exactly who you're here to be and what you are here to do and you're going to be on fire for your life. You're going to be an active co-creator of your life and that is what you are designed to do. That is the power you hold within and so as we approach the end of January here, you may have fizzled out a little bit with some consistency towards your goals. It's very common those first few weeks to feel a lot of momentum and then things just fizzle out. And then we can be left feeling burnt out. We can left feeling discouraged and frustrated with ourselves. And so I want to give you some tips this week around consistency when it comes to your meditation practice consistency for your breathwork practice and consistency with that commitment to you because the more we can prioritize inner reflection, deeper connection, honoring our spirit, honoring where our higher guidance is taking us. When we can honor that, tune into it really effortlessly, we are going to feel really guided within our lives and confusion, fear, uncertainty, procrastination. These are all of the things that hold us back from really embodying who we want to be. And so the more that we can prioritize lifting up ourselves each and every day, going into stillness and reflection to ensure that we are still on track with who we want to become and quieting all the noise from the outside world, right? Essentially, having this time within for ourselves to strategize and mentally rehearse the direction that we are going in in our lives. When we can do that and we can stay consistent with that, it will continue to propel you forward. It will feel effortless to sit down and drop into a meditative state. It will feel effortless to lay down and be guided through a breathwork journey Because each time you do so, you feel so good. This practice should feel good. And as you meditate, as you practice breath work, it will become addicting. And then that 
time of stillness and that time of inner reflection that you once avoided or put on the back burner now becomes a priority and a non-negotiable in your life. That's where you want to be, right? And it's okay if you go through weeks, even months where you fall off track or it just doesn't feel good in that moment anymore. That is okay. But if you can come back to your practice, you will kind of reignite that fire within you to stay consistent towards not only prioritizing yourself, but then from doing so, prioritizing Again, your dreams, your goals, your desires from a place of authenticity and from a place of clarity, no longer allowing the perceptions of others to hold you back or the limitations within your own mind because you have sat down each and every day and you have mentally rehearsed and really envisioned that person you want to become through meditation or through breath work and you have let go and surrendered again and again and again through these practices and it really makes you quite resilient to the daily stressors of life. You are conditioning your nervous system so that you are now acting from a place that is really grounded really secure, really stable. And that is an energy you want to be around. And that is an energy that other people want to be around. And you become, once again, quite magnetic to everything that you're calling in. So these are the tips that I have used in my personal life to stay very consistent with my meditation and breathwork practice, even after becoming a mom, right? Because honestly, being a parent You need this the most. (laughs) Uh, I definitely have witnessed that within my own life where if I don't make myself a priority, even if that's five minutes of meditation, I become burnt out because a toddler demands a lot of attention and a lot of energy. And so it's easy to put ourselves on the back burner. It's easy to take care of everyone else within our family and our friends group and forget about ourselves. But we need to fill our own bucket so once again, we can have that grounded energy, that peaceful energy, that authentic energy, and continue to go down that path that is in clear alignment with our intentions. So the tips that I have personally introduced to stay very consistent with my practice are the following. I have found a time each and every day to sit down and meditate or do breath work. Now, because my son is, he's now 14 months, when I was first postpartum, I had to, and even now, essentially change this time dependent on his schedule. And if you're a parent, you understand this, right? So either I would have to wake up before he would wake up, or because he was a terrible sleeper, I would have to sit down and do this practice when he went down for his first nap. And this is still what I do to this day. So my meditation and breathwork practice used to be first thing in the morning. But now that his first nap of the day isn't until noon, 1230-ish, that's when I go into my meditation practice. You could also, of course, do this at the end of your day. For me, if I try doing meditation at the end of my day, I'm so tired that I will instantly fall asleep. (laughs) And so I want to do this at a time where I feel the most energized. And this for me has been a really great midday reset as well. So find a time that works for you, that works for your schedule amidst work, 
amidst parenting, amidst caregiving, and stay consistent with that practice because then your body is on this circadian rhythm and that time to go inwards and prioritize your own self-care just becomes a part of your daily routine and you don't even have to think about it. That's how it's been for me. And once again, yes, it ebbs, it flows, it changes. On weekends, it's different, for example. But for the most part, it is very consistent by just doing it each and every day And once again, sticking to it each and every day for 30 days, you'll find that you quite literally become addicted to this practice and you will crave it because you feel so incredible afterwards, right? There's so much science now behind the practice of meditation, so much science behind the practice of conscious breath work and how beneficial it is for your nervous system, for your body, for your mind, for your heart, okay? The second tip for you is habit stacking. This is something that I've talked about in the past, but essentially now becoming a mom, I have to stack all of my habits for self-care on top of each other within an hour or so. And by doing so, I am much more efficient with my time and I'm able to multitask my self-care. So let me give you an example. This is essentially just tying one habit with another. So for me, I do my meditation in front of my infrared red light. And if you follow me on Instagram in my stories, you know I've shared this. The Ruby Lux bulbs are incredible. I will sit in front of my infrared and that's when I'll do my meditation practice. So I'm getting the infrared light therapy. I'm helping to reduce inflammation in my body by doing so, increase collagen production by doing so, uplifting my mood by doing so, healing my thyroid. So I'm taking in that red light and at the same time, I'm doing my meditation practice. I also will smudge during that time. Sometimes I'll do legs up the wall. Other times I'll do a walking meditation in the summer and the warmer months. And I will do my meditation while I'm going for a walk in nature with my son. That is also a really fun habit stack. So stack your habits on top of each other and you will find that, again, it feels more efficient and you feel more productive in doing so. I also will add more self-care on top of this sometimes. So maybe I'll be doing my infrared light, I'll be doing my meditation, and I'll have a white strip on my teeth right? So just an example of how I personally habit stack to stay consistent with my meditation because I'm already going to be doing my red infrared. And so I might as well add my meditation on top of that. The other tip for you is to ensure that you're very energized before doing this. Like I had mentioned, if you do it at the end of your night and then you're falling asleep or so early in the morning that you're not even barely awake yet. So I will either have a tea, a coffee, or do a lot of stretching with this. And another habit stack I just thought of is yoga and meditation. That's a combination I've also done in the past that feels so good, but I will add in some stretching, an energizing elixir, mushroom coffee, a cacao elixir right before my meditation or during my meditation. And that also helps me to stay very intentional and very clear with everything that I'm calling in internally while I sit down or lay down and do my breath work or meditation practice. It is very rare during breath work for someone to fall asleep 
But if this happens, because if you've breathed with me in the past, you know breath work is very energizing. It takes some work. You definitely will not fall asleep. But what happens is if you have an internal block towards not facing what's happening within your inner terrain, which is very common for some people, then you will go unconscious and fall asleep as a coping mechanism not to face your internal fears, your internal feelings, anything that needs to come through that you just don't want to feel at the moment, you may go unconscious. So if you find yourself in meditation or in breath work constantly falling asleep, that is why. That's just a little side note. Uh, And then eliminate distractions. So put your phone in airplane mode. Also ensure that there's not loud noises around you like the news in the background that is incredibly distracting right um so i like to listen to guided meditation either with my headphones in i also am a huge fan of using a blindfold and again if you breathe with me you know we always use a sleeping mask in breath work because when you take away one of the senses it helps you to tune into your inner state on a deeper level to go into that deeper meditative state without distraction So what can you do within your own practice to eliminate more distractions from your outer world? Find a quiet place in your home that is uninterrupted at a time that you know is going to be quiet and peaceful, right? And then use soft ambient lighting, use binaural beats, use a guided meditation, use a sleeping mask to eliminate distractions. If you have a cat or a dog, a pet in the home, and you've locked them out of the space and they are scratching at the door, that could be a distraction. I've had that happen to me several times. So typically, I will actually have my dog come in with me, Kato, and he loves the energy of breathwork and meditation. He loves to be around me anyway. So I will just invite him in And if your pet starts stepping on you, I've seen this before while guiding breathwork where people be breathing and all of a sudden their dog or their cat comes in and starts walking on them, that's incredibly distracting. If your toddler comes in and starts hitting you over the head with a toy truck, that's not going to work, right? So ensure that your environment is properly set up for success. The other practice that has really helped me is meditating in the same spot of my home each time. So as I mentioned, there is a spare bedroom in my home where I have my infrared light therapy and that's where I choose to meditate. That's also where I film most of my Instagram reels. So if you've watch those. That is a spare bedroom in our home and I love it because it has massive windows and all of our rooms have massive windows but I love the massive windows in there to light let in as much light as possible. I love soaking in sunlight in these winter months naturally if I can and then of course the infrared feels really good. So that is my spot. That is my room to go and meditate. I have my salt lamp in there. I have all of my essential oils. I have a diffuser. I have my smudging, my Palo Santo, my sage, my sweet grass, essentially all of the tools that make me feel the most grounded. I have a lot of crystals, some plants in that room. It's just a very uplifting space. So if you can find a space within your home 
that feels really nurturing and you can kind of make like a miniature yoga studio vibe-ish within that space, that's going to feel really conducive to the practice of meditation and conducive to the practice of conscious breath work, right? You're in a space that the energy is flowing effortlessly and easily. Because of those big windows, they will also open them in the summertime, let more fresh air fill the room. I love it. It is my space. And in the home I was in before, I had another spot that I practiced daily meditation in. It was right in my living room because I had tons of plants in there and I had my couch and I would just sit in my couch and do it there. But no matter where it is in your home, it should feel really nurturing. It should feel like a really open, clear, energetic space and one that you don't associate with sleep. So again, if for you, you really love the serenity of your bedroom, but every time you lay down in your bed to do breathwork or meditation, you fall asleep, you have a deep association with that space as a space for sleeping. So because of that, I don't recommend doing breathwork or meditation in your bedroom. I never have personally myself. And again, I just found that using a spare room or any corner of your home and office or your living room that feels really good is the perfect space to make your consistent meditation practice so that you begin to associate that space with meditation, with breath work. And because of that, you're making that same link you do with your bedroom, for example, and you're going to be able to drop into that deepened state of meditation much faster. And then my last tip for you is to keep it simple. Don't give yourself a 30-minute guided meditation that feels really overwhelming and feels like this huge task to meditate to, especially in the beginning, if three minutes is all you have time for or all you want to do that feels good, then keep it three minutes and gradually work your way up to 10 or 20 minutes. My meditation practice now on average is between 20 and 25 minutes. In the beginning, if after I was postpartum, it was probably like five minutes because again, that's all I had the attention, time, or capacity for. So I've gradually built that back up and 20, 25 minutes feels really good. It's really all I need to feel into gratitude each and every day, to feel into a state of bliss, a state of oneness, a state of connection, to really honor and hear my intuition, to feel into guidance from God, whatever needs to come through that 20, 25 minutes works for me. It's going to be different for everyone, right? So find time frame that works for you, but keep it simple and don't make it rigid. So if you expect to sit down and meditate or do breath work for the same amount of time each and every day, that's not sustainable. Let it be flexible. If all you have in your day is two minutes, three minutes, that suffices. And don't beat yourself over it. Don't get judgmental over it. You should feel proud that you got that practice in for the day, even if it was just breathing in a few rounds of breath, hands on the body, feeling grounded, burning some sage or some Palo Santo, or doing 10 minutes of yoga, right? As long as you give yourself a touch point each and every day and go within each and every day without distraction, no matter what time length that is, just stay consistent with it. Keep it simple. It's going to feel good. It should feel nurturing. It shouldn't feel like something you 
have to do because then it takes the joy out of it and you're going to only build resistance towards that healthy practice in your life. And of course, that's not at all what you want to do. So be very flexible and keep it simple and be patient and just know that accumulation over time, that consistency over time of sitting down in meditation or in breath work is going to lead to some massive internal shifts within your life and within your mindset. And so be present in each day instead of giving yourself this big task of I have to meditate for the next 90 days each and every day and if it doesn't happen I'm not going to reach my goals right Um, when we can add in more compassion more grace towards ourselves really accept ourselves for where we are in that moment that is going to be incredibly beneficial so give yourself some time some space around that intention but if it's really important to you and you know that it will change your life write it down, write it as an intention to practice meditation, breath work on a consistent basis because studies show that when you write down your goal, it is much more likely to happen. So write it down and then make that commitment to yourself, but let it be fun, let it be flexible, let it be something that you enjoy. And again, if you go by those principles, you will find that you start craving it And that it becomes something that is second nature, just like eating your breakfast each and every day, just like brushing your teeth each and every day, practicing meditation, practicing breath work, that will become your norm. That is what has happened for me. And it's nice to have a habit that I don't have to think about that I just automatically do. And once you are consistent with it, it will be programmed within your subconscious mind and you will go on autopilot. It will just be part of your day. And again, if you have a day or two that you skip or it doesn't work because you're traveling or there's a lot of people, you're hosting people or it's the weekend, that's okay. Just get back on track on Monday or whenever you can and use resources that keep you accountable like apps that have guided meditations. I have several. I have my own on Patreon, the Rising Breath membership. You can join there and you have access to tons of different types of meditations, envisioning meditations, inner child healing meditations, new beginnings meditations, meditations for letting go. So that's nice to have the option just depending on what you're feeling that day to open up the app and choose one. And they're all between 10 and 20 minutes. And then I also have full length breathwork practices and those are longer. That's when I guide the conscious circular connected breath for you know 40 to 50 minutes in a guided session. And within all of those classes, I have a workshop in the beginning where I'm teaching you about a certain subject, whether it's womb healing or relationships or boundaries or inner child healing or learning how to let go or manifestation. I have tons of different options in there as well. So if you want to join, I will leave it linked within the show notes, but find something that you can stay consistent and accountable with because this is going to lead to some radical changes within your life. Just that act of staying consistent and staying consistent also builds self-trust. The more consistent you are with the habits and the intentions that you follow through on, the more you trust yourself to accomplish bigger and greater goals. You will find this, that your confidence grows, your sense of empowerment enhances, 
through a meditation practice or through any practice that you're consistent with. Whether it's working out or eating healthy, the more that you trust yourself and you practice self-discipline, the more that you believe you're able to accomplish your goals with ease. It's something I've witnessed within myself and it's something I've witnessed within so many of my clients. So powerful. So I hope that you've gained some insight from today's episode. And if you did, definitely screenshot and share as I would love to get these tips out to other people and just continue to grow this community of those of us that are on this journey towards healing, towards growth, towards really becoming our best self. All right. So I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I look forward to being back with you here next week. If you were inspired from what you discovered on today's podcast, please rate, review, and share this episode on social media by tagging me at Sam Callawart. You can head to the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode and know that I am so thankful you have joined me on this journey of healing and growth.